They're doing things that they think they should do and not necessarily what they want to do or what their soul wants to do. There's so much pressure. There's so much pressure from us, for us, from the outside world to like start new ventures or to like change ourselves, fix ourselves in so many different ways. And it's just like, if we can tune into our own authority and learn how to make decisions from our soul, we can actually really skip over the unnecessary troubles of like doing these things that we think we should do because we don't need to do anything. And also like doing anything from a place of like fear or like starting new beginnings from a place of fear, lack, that is not going to be sustainable. And then when we don't complete whatever it is that we started, it adds more guilt and shame. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the It's Happening For Me podcast. If you're obsessed with all things spirituality, personal growth and development, and living as your highest self, you are in the right place. I am your host, Alyssa, and I spent the majority of my teenage years and young 20s living totally out of alignment. As I started to question my patterns and behaviors and actually got to know myself at the soul level, I realized that everything was happening for me. Now, as a spiritual life coach and human design guide, I am here to share my voice, personal stories, human design wisdom, and learn from incredible individuals living their purpose. Join me each week as we walk the spiral path of purpose together. I cannot wait to dive in. Hello, beauty. Welcome back to another episode of the It's Happening For Me podcast. I am so happy you're here today. And today I am very excited because I really want to talk about how to set ourselves up for success going into the holiday season and also going into the end of the year and the new year. And so now more than ever, it is so freaking important that we know how to trust ourselves and we learn how to really tune into our own internal guidance system. And so today I wanted to talk about like kind of a, a summary of the seven different authorities in human design so that you can get a little more kind of short summary on yours. And I also do some kind of like practical tips on how to navigate some things that come up during the holiday season. Okay. So, um, for me, this might just be something, I don't know. I don't know if this is something that a lot of people struggle with, or if this is something kind of unique to me, because ever since I started my spiritual journey, I was also on the sobriety journey. And so it kind of adds like, a whole nother layer to like the holiday season and to like new year's resolutions when you were someone like me who used to drink all of the time with like family and friends and I was a very social drinker to now not drinking at all and although it has been years since I've been on the sobriety path and it's easier for me now like to navigate it like I honestly don't even think about a lot of things now there are still things that come up that I'm like oh my god like this is a little sticky and I wonder if people also have these experiences if they are still people who drink but are on the spiritual path. And the reason I question why is because I know for me, like having the opportunity or the option to drink alcohol really did help with a lot of like the social anxiety or like it helped me go to events or do things that I actually didn't really want to do because I knew that I would have the option to drink. And that would help me kind of like numb the uncomfortableness. And I didn't really realize that 
I didn't actually want to be at these events. I didn't actually want to go to these places. I thought that I was, I think I thought that it was just a lot of social anxiety, but now that I'm sober and on the spiritual path, I'm realizing that, oh, it actually just like wasn't aligned. Like it is a sacral response of a no, but for whatever reason, my mind is convincing me that I need to go to do these things. I need to say yes to the opportunities. I need to say yes to the invites. And so it's been very interesting navigating that because I have said yes to doing things that I actually didn't want to do while I've been sober. And I've realized that I actually like still hated it and dreaded it and wish that I said no. And so now I'm in this space where I'm really tuning into my sacral and I'm like, wait, do I actually want to do this or not? And so I know that was a lot of words right there, but I really hope that this episode can really help you learn how to tune into your internal guidance system, which is your authority. And that is what helps you make decisions to realize like, is this actually aligned for you? Like, do you actually want to do this? Or are you just kind of more being like conditioned by the people around you, by your work, your boss, your peers, society, culture, traditions? Are you being pressured into doing things that you don't actually want to do because you're afraid that you can't just be yourself and like say no and use your sacral no or your your sacred no, (laughs) I should say. And so, yeah, I thought this would be cool because think about it. When we're coming into the holidays, there's holiday parties, there's work parties, there are family gatherings, there are friend gatherings, there are there are opportunities to spend a lot of money and sometimes it's money that we don't have like so many people go into debt from buying christmas presents and like trying to act like they can keep up and like spend all this money that they don't have go into credit card debt because they're trying to make other people in their life happy like it's coming from a good place it's coming from a place of like wanting to make other people happy and like take care of other people and like gift them things. But if you're going into credit card debt to give people presents, that is out of alignment. That is, that is not in alignment. You don't want to go into the new year with all this new acquired debt from this one freaking holiday of just trying to make other people feel good. That's not what they would want for you. Like your family and friends don't want you going into debt to buy them gifts. 100% guarantee it. They don't. And this is something that we don't talk about. Like honestly, who talks about this? I don't know anybody that talks about this, but I know so many parents, so many loved ones feel pressure to buy gifts and to spend money on things, to host these holiday parties and these gatherings. And it's like, what if we actually use this money to invest in ourselves and our growth and things that are going to help us move forward and things that are going to help our businesses and things that are going to help us as souls like evolve? I think that would actually be much better for everybody if we invest in our own personal growth and development and our health, prioritize our health, prioritize things that could actually help us feel better instead of giving into this like crazy conditions that happens during the holidays. So um, when we tune, so I think this episode will be awesome because when you're learning more about your authority, you'll learn how to make those decisions and understand like, is this really something I want to do? Or is this, am I doing this out of a not self part of me, out of an unworthiness, out of like wanting to be accepted, not wanting to let people down, you know, wanting to get farther in my career, wanting to be noticed, wanting to have attention. Like, where is this coming from? These decisions that we're making. 
And the more that we tune into our soul's desire and into our ter- internal guidance system, our authority, we can actually make decisions that are going to make our life much, much easier. We're going to have a lot more um, flow, a lot more ease, a lot more alignment, synchronicities. And it's not easy. Like that's the other thing that I want to say is like, it's not easy if we spent so much of our lives bypassing our, our actual desires and our actual decision-making process. And instead we're like thinking from our mind and thinking from how it's going to benefit everyone else and not letting other people down. Then now just knowing how to make the decision. Okay. That's one step, but actually going through with it and making that decision, standing up for ourselves, not backing down is so freaking hard. And that's where the real work is, is like in the experiment and the experiment of experimenting with using your strategy and authority in human design. Because again, it is not easy. It is so freaking hard. But once you see, as you start doing it more and more, it gets more comfortable. You start seeing that, wow, this was actually like really beneficial for me to listen to this and to not bypass this feeling or this knowing or whatever your authority is. And you'll start to want to use it more and more. And then the times when you don't use it, it's just like a log that you can make of your of, of these times that you've went against it and just see how things played out. And if things didn't play out well, then you know next time to listen to yourself. Another thing that comes up besides like spending money on like gifts is also um, going to events and holiday parties. Like maybe you don't want to go to the work event or the work holiday party, but you feel obligated because all of your coworkers are going. And if you don't, it means that you're not a great team player. You're not going to be bonding with them. But what if you just don't want to, and it's actually causing you more stress and anxiety to do it, then listen to your authority. Like all of these things are voluntary and we put so much pressure on ourselves to think that we have to do them, but we don't have to do anything. We don't have to go to any event. We don't have to do anything we don't want to do. And learning to tune into like, does it actually sound exciting? And like, we want to do it. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Or is it like, I don't want to do that. So like, I'm going to learn to not do that. Um, it can really, really help us. Also, when we're starting the new year and we're starting like so many people do new year's resolutions that don't freaking work because like new year's resolutions don't work because it's going based off of motivation, which we all know is short-lived. And it's going off of trying to fix ourselves, trying to do the shoulds of the world, the shoulds everyone else is doing it. Maybe I should start getting fit now. Maybe I should start prioritizing my health. Um, It's based off of doing like the obvious things that everyone does, but like that's not actually maybe meant for you. And so it's not sustainable for your energy. Like getting a gym membership when you see everyone else getting a gym membership, it's 50% off. You're so excited. You think that you should get fit but it's not actually an aligned decision and you're going to stop going after maybe the first week because it just wasn't an aligned decision. And now you just wasted money on a 50% off yearly membership that you can't get back. And then you beat yourself up about it and you have so much guilt and shame because why can't you just go to the gym every day when you you said you wanted to, but it's not, it wasn't from an aligned place. You, your soul didn't actually want to do it. Maybe there's a different way that your body wants to burn fat and gain muscle. Maybe there's something else that your body wants to do that wasn't a gym membership. And so we can be so influenced by what everyone else is doing that it causes us to spend money, spend time and effort into things that we don't actually want to do. Okay. So, and then guilt 
and shame spirals for never being able to follow through on anything, but it just wasn't what we actually wanted to do. So I hope this episode is helpful. I think you are going to like it. Again, it's just some very short summaries on the seven different authorities in human design. And I kind of talk us through like more for the first three, the most common, which is emotional, the emotional authority. We have sacral authority and the splenic authority. Those are the three most common types. And on those, I do a little bit longer in depth of like, how would you actually respond to someone inviting you to a holiday event? Like if you don't want to go, um, little examples like that. And yeah, again, I, I am a sacral authority. I am a generator. I only have lived life experience as a sacral generator. Um, I have experience from working with clients and doing human design readings for some of the different authorities. And then there's some authorities that I haven't done readings for before. And so it's like, I don't have that personal lived experience. And so I just give you what I know just from learning this, from studying this formally. Um, it's, it's not a lived experience, so it's not so much like meaty, tangible tangible things, but at least it's a cool summary for you. So I hope this is a good episode. I hope you are having a great week. I hope you're ready for over here in America. We're going through, um, we're going into fall, into autumn. It's getting darker sooner. We just had daylight savings time, and so we just fell back an hour and it's really dark outside. Um, I did a lot of meal prepping today and I'm just excited for the week and I feel good. I, I really stayed low key this week. I honestly wasn't on social media since like Wednesday. I've just been like staying in my own little bubble and my own energy. Um, just doing my little somatic, um, embodiment works, workouts every day. And I've just been feeling really good, just like really in my own energy, really hermiting as my two would do. So yeah, that's pretty much all I have to update you, but I hope you have a great, great week and let's get into the episode. Okay. So to get into it today, I thought it would be really awesome to talk about authorities in human design and why it's so important that we learn how to trust ourselves and make aligned decisions. So this is perfect timing because we're coming into the holiday seasons. We are coming into the end of the year. We are coming into the new year and there are going to be so many life changes that we're going to be going through. And it's very easy to be very confused and kind of scattered in these times because so much comes up around like plans for holidays. Like, do you go home and visit your family? Do you host your own events? Do you even want to do any of that? You know, it's like also like gift giving and how much money are you going to be spending on gifts? How much money do you want to allocate towards maybe buying yourself some things for Black Friday Black Friday sales. Like there's a lot of um this is a really great time to take advantage of things that you've been wanting to do for a long time. Like if there's been courses or programs that you've been wanting to invest in, a lot of times um people will have really big sales um around this time of year. And so it's a really great time to join the program or take the class, sign up for yoga, whatever it is. But there's also something that happens where it's like marketing, the way that people market to us is it's obviously trying to sell us something. And a lot of times it can sell to our open or undefined centers in human design. 
And this is where the places where we're kind of feeling like a little inadequate or, you know, we're always looking, we're kind of more in our not self theme in our undefined centers more of the time than our defined centers because our divine our defined centers are like our source of energy like this is what's always constantly there for us and you know we're not really in the not self theme that often as compared to our undefined centers so we could be getting marketed to and sold to things that we don't actually need or that our soul doesn't yeah, like doesn't need or doesn't want at this time. And so learning how to really tune into our decision-making process is going to be so helpful this season. And I wanted to just go through each of the different seven authorities and just do like a brief summary of like what they are and um, how each one is actually meant to make decisions. And so if you are new to human design, like very new, or if you've been studying and, you know, diving into your human design for a while, I think this will be very helpful because I'm going to give actual real life tips and and ideas on how this is probably going to show up in your life. The other thing too that we're really moving through is like with the new year there's so much around like new year's resolutions and like starting new things and as we know like new year's resolutions normally don't stick because people are setting up either unrealistic goals or it's they're doing things that they think they should do and not necessarily what they want to do or what their soul wants to do. There's so much pressure. There's so much pressure from us for us from the outside world to like start new ventures or to like change ourselves, fix ourselves in so many different ways. And it's just like, if we can tune into our own authority and learn how to make decisions from our soul, we can actually really like skip over the unnecessary troubles of like doing these things that we think we should do because we don't need to do anything. Like, and also like doing anything from a place of like fear or like starting new beginnings from a place of fear, lack, that is not going to be sustainable. And then when we don't complete whatever it is that we started, it adds more guilt and shame. So it can actually be more detrimental. And so, yeah, let's get into it. Okay. So in human design, there are seven different authorities and it is the way that we are designed to trust ourselves to make correct decisions. And so we can also kind of go into like this idea of like, there's so many limitless timelines and limitless potential. Like just because you make quote unquote the wrong decision doesn't mean that your life is over and everything's off track. Like you will keep correcting yourself and like the universe will help you keep getting back on track. So there shouldn't be any like fear or um, like too much pressure on yourself to make the correct decision. But when we actually tune into our authority and learn how to start making decisions for ourselves, it becomes quite easy to understand what is the correct thing for us. And so it just saves us time. It saves us heartache and it just saves a lot of, um, yeah, just like unnecessary suffering because now we're able to make a choice from our our authority instead of our mind. And our mind is always going to steer us in the wrong way. Like if you have ever spent time trying to make like pros and cons list and like think about what you should do, how it's going to benefit other people, how this decision is going to get you farther in life. Like you'll see that you can just sit there and spin your wheels for hours and it creates so much mental anxiety because we're not designed to make decisions from the mind. We're actually designed to make decisions from the body and this inner intelligence that we have, this inner connection to the soul. And so we'll go over each of those um, for each of us. 
So again, this is put very simply, how we're designed to make a decision is your authority. And this is just going to help you align with your correct path. And when you use your strategy and authority and actually experiment with using them, you'll see that right things start to fall into place. And so again, it's like things, you'll start to notice more synchronicities. Things will just start to happen. There, there will become more of like a flow and Korea to your life instead of this constant like forcing confusion, stagnant, like yucky energy. And again, the mind is not your authority. The mind is conditioned to believe it's the best at making decisions for us. However, this isn't the case anymore. And so if we can teach our mind to become the passenger and just enjoy the ride, let let our bodies make the decision, you will see that things will just start to feel much better. So when is it the right time to use our authority? The right time is always. So you'll see that there's a difference between making big and small decisions and it kind of shows up differently for the different authorities. But if you can really tune into your authority all of the time, it's going to help you make the correct decision. You can essentially begin to start just relaxing and trusting yourself that you'll make the right decision the more that you practice. So at first, it's going to feel very uncomfortable. Like for example, I have sacral authority and so I'm used to really, I'm designed to listen to my gut feeling. And it's like this gut feeling that I get that it's either like a yes or a hell no or like a I don't know. And of course, even knowing this now and experimenting it with for a couple years, there's so many times that I still override that and I make a decision with my mind and it's just great feedback because I can see how like it blows up in my face or like I don't have the energy to sustain this anymore or I get very um frustrated which is my not self theme as a generator I get very frustrated and it just creates more chaos or I'm just like fuck like why didn't I listen to my gut feeling so you'll notice that you're not just because you know what your authority is, that doesn't mean you've embodied it yet. And the way that we embody it is to start practicing, to start experimenting with it. And just notice the times where you don't listen to that guidance system and see like what happened and start to see like, wow, like maybe I actually should have listened to that. And then the more that you practice listening to it, again and again and you see that things like wow like things are unfolding, like things are getting easier. This feels good. Like this feels more aligned even though it might feel very uncomfortable in the moment because if there's like people pleasing or different things that you're used to doing, not having strong boundaries with people, not used to putting yourself first, it's going to feel so uncomfortable. But we know that the spiritual path and like growth and development path, it is not comfortable. If it was comfortable, then we would just all stay the same and we would never grow. So it's going to be extremely confrontational. It's going to be extremely uncomfortable if you're not used to listening to your inner guidance system. But just know and trust that the more that you allow yourself to do it, the easier it's going to get and the more evidence that you're going to get that it actually works. And then you're going to want to continue doing this. Okay. I just like to put that like little caveat out there because like, it's not easy. It's actually extremely difficult. And I know that when we first learned about our human design or even like getting like into studying it for a while, um, it can feel like, it can feel like it's actually very difficult. And that's just because you're deconditioning. That's literally what the practice is. When we start listening to our internal guidance system, our authority, and we stop allowing our mind and like our fears of what other people think about us, um, like how is this benefiting other people? When we 
when we start to listen to that, our inner guidance system, that is the deconditioning process. And like, we're starting to strip away all of the layers of how we thought we should behave or how we should show up. And like, what makes us, there's so many different parts of this, but like, what would make us a good, a good employer, a good teammate, a good partner, quote unquote, good girl. Like once we start stripping away this need to like get validation and to be accepted by other people and instead tune into like what we really want. It's so freaking hard at first, but then it just becomes easier. And then you begin to notice like, oh my God, like people are okay with me just being myself. Like it's actually very surprising. Like I've seen. Um, okay. So how do we approach authority? So some people will immediately get it and feel relieved. So you know, once you look up what your authority is, once you start practicing with it, it might come very like easily to you and you'll be like, oh my God, like, wow, this feels so good. Some people, it might not feel good or it might take a while to, to start feeling good. And so step one is to just notice your authority. Step two is to either listen to it or not. And step three is to observe the results. Like I said, if you feel like it's not, if you feel like you're, it's a little too, um, uncomfortable to start listening to it. Just notice that when you're not listening to it and see what the results are. And over time, and even looking back to the past and seeing like when you didn't listen to that, you'll see that, wow, I can actually notice like when I don't listen to my internal authority. Actually, I don't want to say internal because there is one that isn't internal, but when I don't listen to my guidance system, my authority, like things didn't work out how they should. Okay. So again, this is your decision-making tool. There are seven of them, and I'm just going to break them down. I'm going to go over each of the seven, starting from the most common, okay? So the first most common one is emotional authority. This makes up 46.3% of the population. And the way that authority is determined is by your centers. So if you, it starts with emotional, okay? And then we're going to go down. So if you have your emotional um, solar plexus defined, which means it's colored in, then you are therefore an emotional being, you have the emotional authority. So emotional authorities are not meant for spontaneous decisions. Okay. Like they are really meant to give themselves time and sleep on it, give themselves a day, allow themselves time to come back to it. And it's kind of like a really good, um, measure is to just remember that strong emotions don't make great decisions. So if you look back in your life, if you have the emotional authority and you can think back to a time where you made a decision where you were like in a really heightened emotional state, like maybe you're like really excited, like you're having the best day ever and you ran into an old friend and they asked if you wanted to get lunch next week and you're like, oh my God, yeah, like that would be amazing. Like let's get lunch next week. You make plans and then you go home And you sleep on it and your emotional wave kind of goes back down to like mid, like, you know, mid center. Like you're not so um, high anymore. And you realize like, oh my God, why did I do that? I do not want to go to have lunch with this friend. Like this friend was a friend from the past for a reason. I don't want to like reopen anything. Like, why did I do that? And it's just because you were so excited in the moment that you were just like going off of that emotional high. It can also work in the reverse way where if you're in an emotional low and say you just are feeling down. And again, when you go through emotional highs and lows, there is not necessarily a reason. And so 
the sooner that you can allow yourself to just accept that you're in either an emotional high or an emotional low and just know that like it's like a wave and you're going to come back down eventually and just kind of even out. You can give yourself grace and allow yourself to just for the time to pass and to not judge yourself, not try to create a story or like figure out why or be upset with yourself. The more that you can just lean into it and just accept it, it's going to pass sooner. Again, I have a sacral authority, so I don't have physical experience with this. So I don't know how it feels to be on the emotional wave, but this is just what I've learned and what I've had confirmed from other clients and different readings that I've done for them. Um, I've read for a lot of people with emotional authority and that is exactly what they say. Like a lot of times they feel like it's easy to spiral or to beat themselves up, especially when they're in a low, but when they can really allow themselves to just be in it and just not create a story, it does pass sooner. So again, if you were to say you're an emotional low and someone um, reached out to you for like an opportunity, like someone asked you like to be on their podcast and you're just feeling like just down, you know, for whatever reason. And you were like, no, like you were really questioning yourself, not feeling great about yourself. And you just turned down the opportunity. But then later, once you kind of came back, maybe a day later, maybe a couple days and you came back to that kind of like neutral state, you might be like, oh my God, like, why did I turn that down? Like, I just wasn't feeling well, but I would actually love to be on this podcast. And then you can notice that like, oh shoot, I shouldn't have made that decision in such an emotional state. So this is how you can really um, lean into your authority, okay? What you can do is learn to have this calm confidence. Like a calm confidence is the goal. So when somebody offers you an opportunity or when something comes up and like you need to make a decision, instead of making a decision in the moment, allow yourself time to sleep on it, have some some space in between the decision-making process to come to a calm confidence and be like, hey, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, okay? And it's not gonna feel like, oh my God, yes, like that is the right decision. It's not gonna feel like 100%. It's gonna feel maybe like 80%, like a yes, because you're not gonna be in that emotional high of like, oh my God, like I have to do this, like heck yeah. You know, like you're really allowing yourself to have space in between. So calm confidence is the goal. Allow yourself to sleep on things. Aligned decisions cannot be rushed. And so if anybody is ever making you make a decision, like, and they're giving you it, like a time frame, like I need to know by the end of the day if you're in. Like if you want to sign up for my program, I need to know like by the end of the day. Then that is not an aligned decision because they're not honoring the fact that you need time to think about it. You the other reason that um that you also need time to think about things is because more information can come to you when you give yourself time to make decisions. So like more information that you didn't really know before, you might find out that it's actually going to affect your decision-making process. So you really need the time, okay? So like allowing yourself the spaciousness, spaciousness, time. The universe will never pass you up. Something that is aligned for you will will always be there for you. It won't pass you by. And so do not worry about like not making the decision fast enough and like needing to respond. Like, no, you can take your time, allow yourself to not be rushed, allow yourself to have more information revealed as you have more space in between there. And just know that waiting will not ever affect the right decisions. How this can um, really help you in the holiday season is say if you are really excited to like sign up for a program or a course or like a new coach 
coaching opportunity. And there's like some mass sale and it's like, oh, like you need to, the doors close in 24 hours. Like you need to make your decision now. Like if you're not giving yourself enough time to make the decision, I wouldn't just like blindly go in or make a decision if you just heard about this like new offering and they're like, okay, you have 24 hours to make the decision. Like, let us know. Because if you're not giving yourself time to sleep on it, like you might just be in a very excited state or it could be kind of selling to some of your undefined centers, like I was saying. And so like, you might think that you need this thing, but you actually don't. And so if you allow yourself just to have space, allow yourself to have time, sign up when you're ready, that'll be more of an aligned decision instead of trying to like urgently sign up for something. Another thing to think about is if somebody invites you to a holiday party, like maybe, um, maybe it's like a work holiday party or one of your friends invites you to somewhere. And instead of responding right in the moment when they invite you, allow yourself time to think about it. And you can just respond of like, Hey, Oh my God, thank you so much for thinking about me. That sounds so much fun. I'll check my calendar and I'll get back to you. Okay. So that's giving you, that's letting you know, them know that you appreciate the offer and that you're super excited about it. And then you're going to give yourself that time to check your schedule and then respond back once you've given yourself time to let the emotions kind of settle. Because what happens is if you in, in the moment say like, Oh my God, yeah, this sounds so much fun. Count me in. And then you wake up tomorrow or the next day and you're like, fuck, like, why did I do that? I actually don't want to go. You're going to do two things. Either you're going to, you're, first of all, you're going to be very stressed out and like have a lot of anxiety about it. And you're going to either try to lie to create a reason why you can't go and like cancel last minute, or you, you might force yourself to go anyways, even though you really don't want to and just have like a shit time. And so that's why it's super good to just be like, Hey, like, let me get back to you so that you don't have to overcommit to things that you don't want to do. And then try to find ways to get out of it later. Unless you are someone that like has already like really great boundaries in place and you're, and you have a really great relationship and rapport built with this person. And you can just be honest with them, like, and tell them like, Hey, Oh my God, like, Yes, when I committed to your party last week, I was actually like super excited about it in the moment, but I've had more time to think about it and I actually just won't make it. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry I won't be able to make it. That can be a little more hard to do. If that is something that like you're good at or that feels good for you, then do that. But what I've seen, especially doing a lot of readings with with people with emotional authority, is this like guilt and shame for now changing your mind and like not wanting to actually do the thing that you said you were going to do. And again, there's nothing wrong with just like being honest and like letting the person know like, hey, I'm actually not going to be able to make it. But when you have to like lie or like hope to God that like something happens at the last minute so that you can't go. It's just, it's creating suffering for you. It's creating anxiety. It's creating this like worry. And it's like, you shouldn't have to worry about anything. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. If you don't want to go somewhere, that's good enough. Like there doesn't have to be this logical reason of why you don't want to go. So just allowing them to be like, Hey, let me check my schedule. I'll get back to you. It's a perfect thing. Okay. So moving on to sacral authority, so if you have your sacral defined, you are a sacral being and you have a sacral authority. So this is 35.1% of the populations and only generators and manifesting generators will have the sacral authority because when you have your sacral defined, you are a generator or a manifesting generator. And so sacral authorities are 
designed to listen to their gut. So I have a sacral authority, so I can kind of talk about this in first person. This is the one that I understand the most because this is my lived experience. So listening to our gut, it is this feeling that we have in our gut that is a gut response. And so Oh, also, I wanted to add into this because this is something interesting as well that I didn't understand when I first started listening, like understanding human design. You can be a generator or a manifesting generator and be an emotional authority because if you have the emotional solar plexus defined, even though you also have your sacral defined, which makes you a generator or a manifesting generator, you're actually an emotional authority. And so for you, it's very important that you listen to, um, you know, tune into your emotional authority and give yourself time and spaciousness in between decisions, even though you're also going to get that sacral hit, that sacral gut feeling response in the moment. And you're designed to respond to things. Like when you respond, you're designed to respond to things because that's going to be your strategy. But to tune into your authority would be to give yourself time to make the decision from responding to things. So I just want to put that little like note in there but when you so for those of us that have sacral authorities we listen to our gut feelings and it's like this like nonverbal um feeling that we get and oftentimes we can like be us we can also use noises to be like oh my gosh like mm, mm-hmm, or like mm-mm. and it's in response to things so when we're responding say that um, somebody invited me to a holiday party and I was like, Oh my God. And it was like a really fun holiday party with like my friends. And it was going to be like a really fun theme. And it sounded like something I really wanted to do. I would be like, Oh my gosh, like, yes. And that's how I can know that I want to. It's like a leaning in. It's almost like the body also like leans in and it's a very like excited, like, Oh my God, like, yes. Um, I usually like do sometimes like a little happy dance or I'm like, I clap my hands. It's a, it's like a, it's a body feeling. Okay. If it's a no, it's going to be like, kind of like a, like a backing up or like sinking in on myself, kind of like a collapsing and say somebody invited me to a holiday party and I didn't want to go. Like say it was like going to be really like a lot of drinking and like people I didn't know and I don't drink. And so first of all, I don't want to go to a holiday party where it's like all about drinking. That just doesn't sound fun to me. And so say, and it's, and also if it's like people I don't know, like we don't really have a lot of things in common, like that sounds like shit. So when they ask me, I'm instantly going to respond. My body's just going to respond. And it's probably going to be like a, oh, that sounds cool. Like, do you see how I'm like, hmm. It's not like a, uh uh-huh. And the reason that I'm like saying this out loud is because I also don't want to hurt the person's feelings. So I'm not going to be like, no, that sounds horrible. I would never want to do that. But it's more of like, hmm, like, okay. But really inside, I'm like, no, like, I don't want to. I already know that I don't want to. And so what I would do in that situation is the same advice that I had of like, okay, that, that, that sounds awesome. Or like, I don't even have to lie and say that sounds awesome. I could just be like, oh, wow, thanks for thinking of me. I'll have to check my schedule and get back to you. That's just something that I like to do because I don't feel comfortable telling somebody no in the moment. It's very uncomfortable and like awkward. Like I also don't want to hurt someone's feelings. So I'll just be like, oh, let me check my schedule and get back to you. And then I would tell them probably as soon as possible that I can't or like I just like it doesn't like, I don't know, it doesn't resonate depending on how close I am with the person too. Like if somebody that I'm very close to, I can just be like, no, like I would, I would instantly tell them like, no. Or if it was like my mom inviting me somewhere or like 
my brother or like George and I would just be like, ew, like, no, I, mm -mm." like those, those words, I would allow myself to like really tune into that and it would come out. And they can also tell when I'm lying, like when I'm like, oh, like, okay, that sounds fun. But really they can tell it's like, oh, okay. Do you see how it's like a down, like there's like a downward inflection instead of like, oh my God, yes, that sounds so much fun. Like I'm not lit up. It's more of like, uh, like, uh, like it drags. That's a no. Okay. So sacral beings are really here to listen to the body. If it's a hell yes, awesome. If it's a, I don't know, then just wait and respond to it later. It's really useful to get into your body. Notice if something sound exciting. Does it sound draining? Does it sound fucking boring? Does it sound like, ew, like just like, yeah, like dreadful. Or does it sound good? If you're saying like a, hmm, that means you're not sure, or it might just be like a no and you don't feel comfortable telling the person no. And if you feel any resistance, that means that you're likely out of the the sacral flow. So not everyone is so in tune with their sacral. Like if you're just learning about human design and you've been using your mind to make decisions all of these years, so you're like a 30 year old who's been using your mind to make decisions. You've been bypassing your own feelings. You haven't been listening to what you actually want to do. You're doing what everyone else wants you to do. You're doing, you're saying yes to the company holiday party because you think that it's going to make you look like a better team member, even though you don't want to fucking go, you have nothing in common with these people. Like you don't want to drink. Like it sounds like a drag, but you're going to go anyways because you think you should go because it makes you look better. Like if you've been doing all of those things for 30 years and now you're just starting to tune into your sacral and like notice this feeling that you have, you might have completely like shut it off and like bypassed it. So don't feel bad if you don't feel super connected to your sacral. It's normal because you haven't been using it for all of these years, but you absolutely have access to it. And so you can just start playing with it. You can start, there's a really fun thing that you can do um, with playing with the sacral. And it's basically where you can have someone else ask you questions and have them start by asking you questions that you know, like ask you things about like, what are your favorite things, but have them ask you questions that are in a yes or no format. So like, oh, is your name Alyssa? So you can say yes or no. Alyssa, is your favorite food pasta? And I would be like, yes or no. Alyssa, were you born in Colorado? I wasn't, so I'd say no, but you get get what I'm saying. And this is just going to help you and do it with someone that you trust, someone you feel very comfortable with so that you can start tuning into like what feels like a yes and what feels like a no for you. Okay. And then, um, sacral response for Manu Jens. Um, you often might not realize what you, what you want until you're actually doing it. And so I can attest to this, like George, sometimes he really thinks he knows what he wants. Like he's using a sacral, he's responding, but then once he's actually doing the thing, he might realize like, oh my God, like I don't want to do this anymore. And so he's been really good. Um, at, instead of continuing to do something that he doesn't want to do, he'll just let it go and he'll just like move on to something else. And like, he doesn't beat himself up for not finishing things, you know, because maybe you realize when you're doing it that you actually don't want to do it. And yeah. So just allow yourself to like, if you don't want to finish something, don't finish it. So again, say girls, authority. We're really here to listen to our gut. It's like a nonverbal yes or no answer. We're moving away or towards things. And it's a very like guttural sounds, like allow yourself to start using those sounds. And then the moment that you're like, "Mm, I don't know. And then your mind kicks in and it's like, oh, you should do this thing because blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. 
that is not going to feel good. And just start noticing like when you do things that you don't actually want to do, see why it doesn't feel good so that you can start getting evidence that it actually works to really listen to your gut. And again, this is not easy. This is not freaking easy. For so many years, I felt like I was required to go to my work's annual meetings. And the last two years, I haven't gone because I don't want to go. And like this year, it was very hard for me because last year, I had plans already. And so it was easy for me to say no. But this year, I don't have any plans. And I was really struggling. But in my gut, I just knew I didn't want to go. I even thought about it for like a while, like weeks. And I was just like, I can't get excited about this. Like, I don't want to go, but I feel like I should go because I feel like team bonding and like my, what will my boss think of me if I don't go? Like, I look like I'm not really like bought into the company and like, what is this? What opportunities is this killing for me? But at the end of the day, I was like, I don't want to go. And so I, this was very hard for me. Okay. Like last year I had to like have a reason not to go, which was like plans. This year, I was like, oh my God, what lie can I make up? Like, and I was like, there's no lie I can make up. And I was like, okay, Alyssa, like, I just need to be myself. And I know this is the right decision for me. It doesn't matter what, what outcome comes from this. And so I sent in my little, um, we had to like let them know yes or no um, on like an online forum. And so I sent mine in this week and I was like, I will not be attending. And I was like, send. And my nervous system was like, oh my God. But I've actually been doing um, some nervous system regulation work for the past couple of weeks. Oh my God, that's been like so incredible. And so I was actually able to like really regulate myself and feel okay after sending it, but it was still scary. And I've been using, I've been practicing using my sacral authority for a couple years. And so it, it's just like bigger decisions and bigger things that are so scary to like trust ourselves and lean into like our sacred no. It's freaking scary. But once I sent it, I was like, oh, I felt a million like weights lifted off my shoulders. Like I didn't have to lie about why I wasn't going. I didn't even say any reason why. I just said, I will not be attending. And if anyone asks me, because I'm sure it'll come up, I'll just say, like, oh, I just, I don't know. I just, um, my gut told me intuitively that I just don't want to go. That's it. And we don't have to over-explain ourselves. Okay, moving on to the spleen, splenic authorities. So if you have your spleen defined, you would you are and you don't have your sacral or your emotional solar plexus defined, you are a splenic authority. And so you guys make up 10.9% of the population. And this is only going to be manifestors and projectors. Again, if you think about this, this is because um generators and manigens, if they have their sacral defined, they're either going to be sacral definition or emotional solar plexus definition. So splenic, splenic authorities. I love this. I also have my spleen defined. And so I resonate with a lot of this too, but again, I'm supposed to listen to my sacral first. So you are meant to trust your instincts. So this is often what we think of for you, it's going to be your intuition. So this is like an animal instinct. It doesn't really explain itself and it's very concerned with survival. So this is going to be like a knowing that you get. Okay. And it is going to be like, it's going to be a knowing that you get, and it's going to be kind of quiet and it's going to be kind of like a whisper and right timing is very important for the spleen because this only happens in the moment. So say you're trying to make a decision and you're trying to use your mind and you're trying to make pros and cons lists, like that is not going to work. It's in the moment your spleen is going to tell you a yes or a no when it's ready to tell you. 
Now, in a rational world, it takes a lot of courage to trust your instincts, okay? Because everyone is trying to tell you to think logically and like write out the pros and cons and like what should you do and why should you do it and what are the reasons why. The spleen doesn't give a shit about the reasons why. Like it just doesn't. It is a knowing, it is an instinct, and it just knows. This is your body and your soul telling you, and it just freaking knows. It's very quick and it's very quiet. And it's in the present moment. So it is not going to be loud. This is the way they can distinguish between your intuition for splenic authorities and fear. Fear is very loud. It is repeating itself. Um, It is like over and over and alarm signals. And it's like you're scared. We're trusting your intuition and listening to your authority. It's just going to be quick and quiet like a note. Trust yourself when you want to back out of something. Trust your first instinct, okay? Because that is your intuition telling you something. And then also really spending time in your own energy and learning how your own energy feels is going to help you tune into that intuition a lot easier. And it can be as simple as like walking into a grocery store and just having this overwhelming feeling of like, I shouldn't be here. It's not that necessarily that there's going to be something crazy bad that happens or Like, who knows what's going to happen? But if your spleen is just telling you, like, I shouldn't be here, I would listen to it and, or not. And on the, on the, keep a log of the times that you don't listen to it and see what happens. You know, like, maybe you weren't supposed to be at that grocery store because you were going to buy, if you, if you continue to shop there, like, you would maybe buy, um, a pack of meat that, like, was actually expired they didn't even realize it was expired and it made you sick like just little things like that that your your instincts and your intuition and your soul your body knows and it's just trying to like tell you and tell you these things also listen and trust your instincts about people places and just keep a log and listen to it and I think that's really going to help you know but it's for you just very important to remember that it's always in the now so see how that's so different from emotional authority. Emotional authority is not in the now. Emotional authority needs time. It needs spaciousness. It needs to sleep on things and it needs to kind of have time to ride out its emotional wave. Whereas splenic is in the now. It is only in the now. It's in the present moment. It's quick. It's quiet. And it's going to tell you and just learning to trust in that and being like, instead of questioning yourself of like, gosh, like, I don't know why, but I don't think I should do this. Or I really think I should do this, but I can't explain it. You don't need to explain it. Like there is no way that you can rationalize it. Don't even try to explain it. Just start listening to it. Okay. So now we are moving on to the next one. Now this one is very more uncommon where you're going to see that we're going to start to get to the very less common ones. So now we're going to go through ego manifested. Okay. So ego manifested authority. So this is an uncommon authority. Um, only 0.8, okay. 0.8 of the population has this authority. And so You are here to verbalize the impact that you want to have and share it with the world. So if you have your your ego center or your heart center defined and you don't have your spleen, you don't have the sacral and you don't have the emotional solar plexus, but you do have the ego slash heart center defined, you are really designed to inform and you can actually access your willpower power through informing. So you're here to really just like blurt things out, just speak things out loud. Don't hold yourself back. You're not really here to filter yourself. Okay. So the more that you filter yourself, you're not really allowing your like the true thoughts 
to come through. And so you're not going to get that clarity that you're seeking. So allow yourself to just start um, to stop filtering yourself and just blurt things out. It's kind of like the ego motor starts up and it just starts spitting things out. You're not really designed to give up control to others. So it actually can work really well for you to be your own boss. And you're really here to go after what you choose in life and inform others about it. So for you, you're really here to embrace being too much. So in any of the defined centers, there's always a theme of being too much of something. Okay. Now, since this is your heart center, you can really feel like you're too much and like almost like, um, almost like you're too, too much to be worthy of something, but you're really here to embrace that. Okay. Okay. So the next one that we have is the ego projected authority. This is less common. This is only 0.46% of the population and only manifestors have this. So again, this is also having the heart or ego center, um, defined. So you're here to let your heart guide you. So you're here to really be selfish and always ask like, what is in this for me? Like, how does this affect me? How can this benefit me? And the reason why this actually isn't selfish is because you, if you're following what actually is good for you, it's good for everyone else around you. If you were to deny yourself and like deny what you actually wanted to do or what was like benefiting you and you were just doing it in kind of like a, kind of in like a angry way, it's actually going to not benefit everyone else around you and make everyone suffer too. So it's actually very unselfish to do the things that you want to do. Um, you're here to really wait for the invitations and to let life be magnetized to you. And not waiting can actually damage a healthy ego. So for you, big life decisions will come from you being recognized and excited and to challenge your ego heart will center and the ego motor will turn on for the right invitation. So this is a motor center and again, it will turn on for the correct invitation. So next we have self-projected authority and this is also uncommon. This is 2.9 of the population and these are only projectors. So for you guys, you're here to really let yourself talk out loud unfiltered. So talk to yourself, the universe, someone you trust, know that all of your clarity will come through your voice. And as you're talking to other people or out loud, your decisions may actually surprise you and correct decisions come from you expressing your true identity. So it's very important for you to just speak, speak it out loud and allow, allow the words to help guide you. So if there's something that you're really excited about, if you're, if you're questioning, should you be going to a holiday party or not? Speak about it with a trusted friend, speak about it to the universe, pray about it, talk about it, and you should get the answer just from hearing your own self. Like it's going to give you clarity. Next, we have environmental authority, which is also uncommon. Only 2.1% of the population has it, and these are only projectors. So for you guys, there is no inner authority but no one is meant to use their mind as an authority. So you're, instead, you're here to really seek out correct environments for you. So you're here to really nurture your body in the right place and the right decisions. And you're here to really use people as a sounding board to hear you out, not necessarily to give you advice at all. Like you're not here to ask them for advice, ask them for guidance, but you're here to use them as a sounding board to hear yourself speak about it. So your environmental authorities are not meant to make decisions spontaneously or when they're feeling emotional. So someone in your aura can actually impact how you're feeling and the decision you're here to make. And so 
you can actually see more correct decisions and more clarity for others when you're alone. So finding the right environment, soundboarding with other people, and then allowing yourself alone time is going to help you make those decisions. And then last, we have lunar authority, which is also very uncommon. This is 1.5% of the population, and this is only in all reflectors. So if you're a reflector, you have the lunar authority. This lunar authorities are designed to wait 28 days or a lunar cycle to make big decisions. So it's important to really pay attention to your feelings over time and know that rush decisions won't be right for you. So if you think about the reason why this lunar cycle or 28 days is so important, it's because it's allowing you to see every single angle of the possible outcome. So if you were to just rush into a decision, there's so many other angles of it that you weren't able to see that can actually really impact your decision-making process. Um, You're here to really soundboard with your community. So talk it out in different environments with different people and just wait till you get more clarity around it. Over time, you will come to clarity and the right decisions. So obviously, if someone asks you, invites you to a holiday party and like you have to know the answer within like two weeks because it's in two weeks, obviously, you, you can't wait for a full lunar cycle. And also, that's not like really a huge life decision. It's more of a smaller decision. So again, you can just talk about it with people in your community or, you know, ask a friend to really decide if this is something that you want to do. And yeah, and then also same with like joining programs or courses or buying like a big investment or like starting something new for the new year. It's like allow yourself time to see every angle before you're just like, oh, I saw a ad for a gym by my house that has 50% off. And like you're just being influenced by that need or like the shoulds of needing to start it to start some sort of like physical activity for the new year it's like do you actually want to do that or do you just think you should do that and yeah so those are the seven different authorities so I hope that was helpful so you kind of have like a summary of like what it is and how to actually make the decision and I'll also just say that it is just so important and like we just have such a, a higher quality of life when we're actually listening to ourselves and to our internal guidance system and deciding like do I actually want to do this because I want to or is this because I think other people want me to and I don't want to let them down. And so again, this can come this can come up a lot during holidays with like buying gifts, with going to holiday parties, with um having like events, maybe hosting your own events, starting new things with the new year, like starting new fitness routines, new health routines. Um anything that like people are doing with new year's resolutions. It's like Are you coming from a place of like needing to fix yourself because you don't feel like you're good enough right now? Is this coming from a not self theme of some of your open centers of like self doubt of not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy enough, not uh, maybe feeling very stressed out, maybe not feeling in tune with your emotions? Like, is it coming from those places or is it something that you actually really want to do and your soul is like lit up for this and it's excited? And when you tune into your authority, it will tell you the right decision instead of just guessing or like being stuck in this like confusion and this like mental unclarity of just feeling like oh my god what's the right decision same with big purchases big investments starting new programs like all of these things like that we really want to do so I hope that was helpful and just remember that we have society has all of these like traditions and like things that people have been doing for years but just because people have been doing it or like your family members or like your culture has been doing it 
if it doesn't feel healthy and if it doesn't feel like growth and if it doesn't feel like happy and like bring you connection and joy, because that's what really what the holidays are about is like connection, joy, um, being with family, having fun, celebration. If it doesn't feel like that and if it feels more like work, if it feels more like going into debt, if it feels like spending money you don't have, if it feels like pressure, pressure to show up, pressure to be there for people, pressure to host your own events, like fear that you won't be good enough, fear that if you don't go to the thing, people are going to be like questioning you and like, why aren't you going to the holiday party or like whatever. If it's coming from those places of like fear, judgment, not being good enough, unworthiness, just know that like you don't need to do anything. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to be anybody other than yourself. And it is not easy to tune into ourselves and just always pick what we actually want to do. Like it can actually be really difficult, especially in these more like steadfast traditional times where people have had like years of traditions. But if it doesn't feel good and like if you don't want to go spend eight hours at Christmas with like extended family who has nothing in common with you. Maybe they're toxic. Maybe like, maybe not, maybe not only do you not have anything in common, but yeah, maybe they're toxic and maybe they're like yucky to be around and it freaking depletes you. And it takes you days to get back to like how you felt before because you just being around them is so dramatic. And like, just like people are so unself-aware and it's like draining you don't have to actually go, you know, like you can do what feels right for you. You can create your own traditions with your self. If you're single with your dog, with your kids, if you have kids with your own, like your own immediate loved ones, like you don't have to keep doing these traditional things that don't feel good anymore. If you don't want to, like you really don't. And yeah, it might piss some people off in the family, but what's more important, like pissing them off for a couple weeks or like feeling good that you're taking care of yourself and like your own mental health. And also people are really like, seriously go into debt in the holidays from trying to keep up or thinking that they need to buy gifts for everyone and like needing to hold up this image of like spending a lot of money where it's like, what if you want to spend that money on investing in yourself? Like what if you want to spend that money on like investing in your health and like your growth and transformation and things that you actually want to do. And like, what if you actually want to have this money to go into the new year and like pursue your hobbies and the things that really light you up? Like really think about that because like a lot of this is a lot of like capitalism and like there's a lot of marketing to get us to want to spend our money on shit that we really don't need. So I'm just saying like rethink things, like get creative, think about like what do you really want? How do you want to feel? And try not to allow yourself to be so conditioned to do things that you don't actually want to do because you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. Okay. So I hope you have such a great day. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. I hope this was helpful. I hope you got some tips on your authority and you kind of understand it a little bit better. And I will put some of my favorite books in the show notes if you're interested in like learning more about your authority. And if you want to dive in more in a reading, you can always book a human design reading with me. We go all into strategy type and authority for the foundational reading. And then um, we can go so much deeper into some of the other offerings I have. So yay, I hope you have a great week and I'll see you guys next time. 
Thank you so much for being here and listening, beauty. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and share the episode with a friend who you know will love it. We can connect further on Instagram at I am Alyssa May. So come say hello, leave a comment of your favorite takeaway on my most recent post, and I cannot wait to connect. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time.